Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one Ian-filled minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Norman Mitchell. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we'll be talking about Minute 17, which starts with Bilbo saying Gandalf and giving him a big old hug and ends with Gandalf coming through a doorway in Bag End into Bilbo's study. In the, um, not the study, the living room, right? The li- uh, or, I guess it is the study because there's papers everywhere, but that's next week. That's yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah. We see a little. There's just coming there's just through stuff some everywhere. kind of doorway. Coming through some sort of doorway. Well, we see it. There's like a fireplace yeah, 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 yeah. and a desk. Just papers everywhere. That's true. And his fireplace isn't very clean. No. It's actually got quite a big, big soot mark on it. Bilbo is very unprepared. Weren't as he we? Says. Weren't we just talking about Hobbit chimney sweeps? Yeah. I feel like that's a fire hazard. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean there's a big old tree on top. Right. Where's the chimney? Right up through the tree. Is it? No. No. I'm making a joke. Stop making fun of me. <laughs> it's a joke. Oh. <laughs> right up through that fake tree. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> that would be definitely questionable. Do you yes. think there's like a Hobbit fire marshal? <laughs> there has to be. <gasps> Fire's got to be pretty common when the grass is up to your ankles That's literally true. everywhere. Yeah. Like brush fire? Do you think there's like a volunteer fire department? Yeah, in the summertime when it's dry, they have like, there's a big sign at the edge of Hobbiton with like the, the color codes. Right. The fire danger. <laughs> like it's, it's an orange danger today. <laughs> that sucks. They're going to instead of Smokey, Instead of having like Smokey, Smokey the, bear, the Bear, it's like a badger because they all live underground. Would it be like an ant or something? <laughs> the mm. <laughs> Today's fire hazard. It takes them a whole day to just get to it. It's orange. <laughs> anyway. That <so>. means. <laughs> we should probably actually talk about this. <laughs> well, we get, we get to see Ian Holm and Ian McKellen together. Mm. Uh, this is the first time they ever acted together. Yeah. Uh, which is a, a bit astonishing. Considering uh, they're. They're in their 60s when this was filmed, Yeah, right? uh, Ian Holm is almost 70. Um, I'm not 100% sure how old Ian McKellen is at this time. Uh, and these these bits with Gandalf showing up at Bag End from knocking on the door through this whole part mm. is the first filming Ian McKellen did. Yeah, in the director's commentary, right? Yeah, he uh, mentions that in January 2000, Ian straight McKellen out of flew X-Men. out straight out of finishing filming X-Men. Ian flew to New Zealand, started filming right away. That's really cool that you get the first time Gandalf. Well, not the first time we see Gandalf. But the but the first, the first scene Gandalf shot was Gandalf reuniting with Bill. Right, 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 right. No, I mean like the, I guess the meta text of the first scene that we as the audience, or not the the audience, but the first scene with Bilbo. And Gandalf together is the first scene that they filmed. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. Because they haven't seen each other in 50, 60 years. At least 20. We, uh, Frodo knows Gandalf. So Gandalf oh, has been true. around right, since right, Frodo right. has been around. Mm. Um, and Frodo's only 51. He's 50. Or 50. Yeah. He's 50. He turns 51. He turns 51 today. the same way that Frodo, uh, Bilbo turns 111. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess he is 51. Well, he turns 51, but Bobo turns on in the Yeah, that's today. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, he is. He's 51. Yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. woke up that day and was like, um, I'm an adult. 
I am an adult now. Let's spend my adulthood in an idyllic glen, reading and jumping into this strange old man's arms. He's not strange. No, I, I, well, no. he's not. He, he's strange. Stranger but he's danger. not strange. <laughs> Gandalf is strange, but he's not strange. Yeah. No. When you're strange, danger. Okay. <laughs> All right, stranger danger. Uh. So I, I feel I'm still like... thinking about the Ed Fire Marshal. No. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the the infamous forehead scene. Oh yes, is in this minute. <laughs> Ian McKellen bumps his head on a beam, and just kept acting, so it stayed in the movie. So. Was the run into the, bump the, into the chandelier, chandelier was intentional? Yeah, and then he turns around, smack face, he fixes smacks it. into a. He like fixes the chandelier, makes sure it stops right. moving, and then just kind of absentmindedly turns and, and smashes walks. his forehead. Right, and I love that he. He stays. doesn't even really like walk into it. He like whips his head directly into this. Well, beam. he kind of takes a couple. He takes like a, a half oh, step. Like a step back and then bam. Yeah, I love that he stays in character. He's just oh. I wouldn't stay in character if I whacked my head on something. Son of a... <laughs> right? I would be either crying or swearing or both. And meanwhile, in the background, Bilbo Depending still on just the severity. Right. That's so funny. I think Peter Jackson's a bit of a sadist. <laughs> Maybe. Because he's like, oh, that's the take. Oh, that wasn't intentional. That's the take. That's like, the take. That's perfect. <laughs> I like seeing my friends be pain. Good, good job, Ian Squared. Good job. Right? Ian Squared. Well, there's two of them. Yeah. And they're both so. Sir Ian. Right. Sirs Ian? Sir Ian Squared. The is, Sirs Ian. The Sir Ians? <laughs> is, that, is that our band name? <laughs> the, the Sir, Sir Ians. Ians. Hey, thank you guys for coming out tonight. Ian and Ian. We're the Sir Ians. <laughs> We're the Sir Ians. Ian and Ian, attorneys at law. Ian. <laughs> oh my god. It must have been very confusing on set. Ian! Right. Yes? Do you think they had like Ian 1 and Ian 2? No, that's insulting. They're both sirs. That's true. Are they sirs at this point? I don't know. I don't know either. I bet Ian Holm was. I think everyone in England is a sir. <laughs> is a sir. <laughs> is a sir. <laughs> sir? Uh, Ma'am? <laughs> sir? Madam? Dame? Dame, yeah. Like a dame at Maggie Smith? Right. Right, right, right. So we have our first uh, blue screenshot that we were talking about uh, yeah. yesterday, right? That Yeah. the Well, there's some blue screen outside because when Bilbo comes out into the out into the outside world, he is actually in a studio with a back end set behind, behind him. him. And Ian McKellen is actually on location out in Hobbiton when they're filming that. Right. So Ian McKellen is doing his lines outside without Ian Holm, and they're just kind of lining it up with blue screen. That must be so difficult. Like, it's your first day shooting, and you're not acting with anybody. Yeah. You're just saying your lines at somebody. Well, I assume when he has his hand on Bilbo's shoulder, it's Kieran. that's probably Kieran Shaw. Right. They don't say so in the commentary, but they do mention that he also body doubled for Bilbo. Right. So I assume that that's probably Kieran. That he's resting his hand on for that shot in particular. Yeah. But that must be difficult. Which like, means that it must be Tall Paul when Ian Holm is, right. hanging, is, is hugging Gandalf. Right. Ian Holm is hugging Gandalf. Oh, yeah, no. Ian's are confusing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tale of two Ian. 
<laughs> it was the best of Ian's and it was the worst of Ian's. Oh, no. They're the best of the best. It's the best of the best of Ian's. I don't know. Can I think of any other Ian actors? I can probably think of a few if I try. I bet you as soon as I turn the mic off, you're going to be like, oh, Ian. <laughs> I thought of like 12. You're right. Uh, but uh, Ian Holm also, talking about Ian Holm and acting, as we just found out, and I'd never connected this before, I never realized this, Ian Holm was an alien. To be fair, I've only seen that movie once. I've seen that movie more than a, more than a few times, and I've just never realized that that's Ian Holm. It's because he he's plays not a, the android. Right, he's the scary he's robot, Ash. and he's not a, a lovable little dude. No, not really. I, I he's just the never... opposite of a lovable little dude. He's a very, very angry robot. Oh, God. Let's not talk about robots. This is why we're not covering Alien. alien. The yeah. Alien Minute guys are covering right. Alien. Right, someone else is doing Alien. Because I would be terrified every single time I turn the mic on. That would be in its own kind of fun. What? To like watch, do Sadist. like a minute podcast with like a horror movie and like actually be scared. A horror movie that I hate. What? You hate Alien? No, I love Alien. But like, they're they're obviously already talking about Aliens. So yeah. like, the only other horror movie is like... The Thing. No. No. Anyway, let's talk about pleasant things. Yes. Like the Bag End set. Like the Bag End set, which is beautiful and... <laughs> Uh, John Howe mentions that Alan Lee designed pretty much all of exterior Hobbiton, and they just let John Howe do I guess. Yeah, because the the set is based off of a illustration that he did for Harper Collins like years and years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and when Peter Jackson was approaching the Bag End design, he he showed up with that illustration right, and said to John, "I I want this." Like. Because I guess the picture, and I want to find this picture. Yeah. Um, but the the picture is looking out of, from Bag End. Fr- of from Bag End. Yeah. Um, like you're in the hallway looking out. I believe. I, I, I think that's wrong. what he says. Yeah. Um, and then Peter Jackson's kind of advice or direction to go from the picture was. All right, now turn around, and what yeah. do you see around you? Yeah, and make that, do that. Which is a really cool thought exercise, too. Yeah. As an art. Like, I If I you were to just draw, draw, like, one little square of a scene and then be like, well, fill what it is in. This what, what goes around right. this? Like, what's the 360 From like, panorama? Spot. Which is really cool. And we were talking again yesterday about the whole nostalgia thing, but Bag End <laughs> is so comfortable. I want to live there so and, like. And John Howe talks about how right. it's like nostalgia for an England that he's never really seen because he's only ever really been to London, which is and even then getting off a plane, getting right. in a taxi, going to a hotel, going back to the airport. Yeah. Getting. It's all like London, leaving. if you don't spend time, because I've never been to Europe. Right, but like. The the phenomenon, like, you know, getting getting off a plane, going to a taxi, going to an airport, like, those are all liminal spaces, and you yeah. don't have, like, a sense of Of ever really being there. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that, I don't know, everyone's just kind of tapping into this nostalgia for a place they've never been. Yeah. I, I mean, like and, and I Tolkien's wonderful detailed descriptions help with that. Yes. 
make the place come alive and feel real. Um, also in this minute, we get to uh, the blue screen shot. I, I stopped right, myself. Right, you derailed me. I derailed you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the hat pass is an, is a, a very complicated uh, blue screen shot where they had to shoot it like three or four times with different scales of the hat and the staff passing it from one end to the other mm. and then at, editing it all together and scaling down Ian Holm. That's so cool. So that And then he has the big hat and the big staff and he walks to the corner right. drops it off. He does a good job of uh, realistically sounding strained by the weight of these props. Well, the staff itself looks heavy. Right, but it's probably not. It's, it's hefty. Probably, it's it probably looks foam. like foam, but it looks very hefty. Yeah. But he does a good job of like sounding like he's realistically strained. And the hat is like three times as big as it normally right. is. Yeah, it's at least twice. I think in it's this... Like this big three-foot-tall hat that Ian Holm gets to carry to the corner and put down. Right. I think if they if they hadn't pointed out that it was a computer shot and not a forced perspective, because there's no way you could do a forced perspective shot right. when they're interacting like that, but you can kind of tell... It's you can see screen. a little bit of it. It there's a little bit of a lag as he's outlined by the the sunlight coming in from the door. Yeah, and and there's a there's a little bit of it on Ian McKellen too, mm, like in the blue screen put together. Right, and I don't know. I think for a movie that's what fifteen years old, it, the special effects in this movie really hold up. Right. Because um, a lot of them are practical effects, as we have talked about before, yeah. and we'll be talking about and, and forever. The practical effects absolutely hold up, right? Because practical, but you can't go wrong with practical effects because it doesn't date you, right? I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. It depends on the kind of practical effect you're doing, like, right? Like claymation, for example, as a practical effect. Well, I don't know to talk about the thing again, but I I hate that movie. But the practical effects, like the monster, for the most part, they really hold up. Yes. Uh, they do. They, they look a little, a little hokey in places. I'm, um, I am too scared to notice. So, <laughs> but I mean, there's a difference between like creating a very unrealistic monster with a practical effect, and the and sense creating, that like an explosion, right? Or, or like a suit of armor, or right. uh, an orc prosthetic, or a dwarf prosthetic, because there's very much a sense looking at the monster that it's just like, well, I know that that's not real. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, looking at a guy in an orc costume, and especially a lot of the ones in this movie, you could be like, I can believe that that's walking around. Well, I don't... <sighs> For some of them. Some of them, yeah. Like, the Urukai more so than, like, the goblins? I would say the goblins more so than the Urukai. Yeah. Because the Urukai are just, like, weird. They're The Urukai make me really uncomfortable. <laughs> When Honestly. they're being birthed, yeah, it's weird. Like the we'll weird, get there. like mud placenta or something. Like I don't know, it's <laughs> really uncomfortable. Um, but I think I don't have any other notes. Um, These minutes are a little light. They are a little light. Um, we Bilbo mentions that he has some leftover wine that his father put down. Yeah, twelve ninety six. Twelve ninety six, almost as old as I am. am. Uh, because it's the year 1400, so that would be 106 years old. Bilbo would have been five. Five. Huh. Man, 106-year-old wine. I have wine. <laughs> like, I, have, I have a couple of bottles of wine in the in the back that my father put down when I was five. Bilbo is like rolling in dough. Yeah. I've never had a 100-year-old wine. 
that very few people probably I, have. No, I, I don't know. I that's the dream. Just just have a couple of bottles of hundred year old wine. Yeah, it's a status thing. Yeah, I mean, if we had Bag End, we would just have hundred year old <laughs> bottles of wine. I guess made by Bungo Baggins. Bungo Baggins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's the What's the the game that like all the like suburban moms played back in school? Did you? What is it? It sounds like it sounds like a hobbit. Bunko. Oh, bunko. <laughs> bunko Baggins. <laughs> he's the he's the suburban soccer dad. <laughs> he couldn't be suburban. He has one kid. Bunko? There's no Bunko Baggins. I'm making an OC right now. <laughs> this well, is my OC. I thought you were just making a pun on Bungo Baggins. No, 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 no. I was just like... A whole new guy. Bunko Baggins. Bunko Baggins. This is my OC. Bunko Baggins. Is there a Boggle Baggins? Probably. <laughs> How about a Scrabble Baggins? Scrabble. No, that's too much. You have to go with the alliteration. Or Racco Baggins? No. Though there is a Mimosa Baggins. Exactly. That is the dream. What if we named our child Mimosa? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know how I feel about that. That's weird. I feel like people would judge us. Yeah, probably. But then you'd be like, no, it's a Lord of the Rings reference. Step off. Don't you judge my lifestyle choices. (laughs) And then they'd still judge us. (laughs) Just in a different way. (laughs) Oh, you luscious. Oh, you nerds. (laughs) Bilbo is both. Bilbo is both. What time is it? He wants to drink. Uh, Mid-afternoon. <laughs> Two o'clock, three o'clock. I mean, Gandalf was supposed to show up last week, apparently. That's true. Yeah, I've never picked up on what he says in the background, but he like, just rambles on about how he was expecting him last week, and, and he's a little unprepared. unprepared. What you can tell, because back end is kind of a mess at the moment. Right. But, I mean, if you were expecting someone a week ago, you would have cleaned. Well, apparently, so, if you're Bilbo and they didn't show up when they were supposed to, you just let it go to hell for the next week again. Yeah, I guess so, because we just saw that scene of him just <sighs> tearing apart his study looking for the ring, just right. throwing his coats and stuff on the ground. And then it's in his pocket. Right. Is the... No, that's the table. Hmm. The the scene where Bilbo kind of reaches yeah, yeah, into yeah, his that, pocket. That's, yeah, uh, that's the next, two minutes? next time. I think it's two minutes away. Next time is the table. Next time is the table. Mm. The table. But I think we're done with this minute. Yeah. Where can people find us and stuff? People can find us on duelinggenre.com. They can email us at contact at lordoftheringsminute.com. Twitter at L-O-T-R Minute. Tumblr, lotrminute.tumblr.com. We're on Facebook with a primary Facebook group as well as a listener group called Fellowship of the Mic. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, please leave us a five-star iTunes review. Uh, and we'll give you a shout-out. Yeah, we'll give you a shout-out on the air. Virtual high-five, maybe a virtual hug, if you <laughs> want one. Um, you can find Cassandra as well on DuelingGenre.com and a couple of other podcasts. Uh, the Doctor's Companion, where her and Scott and Nick, who also host Back to the Future Minute, talk about Doctor Who one episode at a time. Uh, and her, Scott, and Nick are also all writers for Geek by Night. Mm-hmm. They are the executive producers, and I am a co-executive producer. Yeah. Um, you can also support us uh, through Patreon, 
and we have a one-time donation button on the site as well if that's more your bag uh hopefully we'll bag have end. some if that's your bag end <laughs> uh hopefully we'll have some merchandise for us soon there are merchandise for our other podcasts I'm still working on uh, trying to get that magical Fire Mountain t-shirt off the ground. You know, one of my friends, and I believe she's going to guess, hopefully she doesn't change her mind, but she's like a graphic designer, and she's basically like, I want to make you fan art. I was like, oh. I mean, we already got fan art. No, we do have fan art. But she but can I make us more, gladly. I don't want to, like, like, we can't sell fan art. That's true, unless we ask permission. Right. But, anyway. <laughs> I was just going to say, we have cool friends. We do. Be our friend. That's true. You'll be cool, like us. <laughs> cool as a hobbit. Um, and Hobbits aren't cool. Yes, they are. They're cool. Hobbits like a... are really cool. Is Frodo not cool? Frodo's kind of a dweeb. Frodo's cool. Sam's cool. Sam's Mary and Pippin are cool. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Mary and Pippin are a couple of Fonzies. Fonzies? <laughs> Do they literally jump a shark? <laughs> they got their leather jackets. There's like a hitting jukeboxes. <laughs> anyway, they got their hobbit-sized motorcycles. <laughs> anyway, uh, as always, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer Leaper182, and I hope that everybody has a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.